Let me see. Still says offline for me, so I'm waiting for it to pop up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I have I, I have audio for us. I apologize. All right. Well, there's a Discord. <laughs> we are back uh, on the B Squad for Four Center. Um, I gave an eloquent, Oscar-worthy intro. I'm not doing it again because you know that was basically my gas for the for the, the whole podcast season. Yeah. But welcome, thank you for watching, guys at the league. I'm here with Adrian the Falcons and and Chow, our awesome Rams user, who was in the middle of his uh, A B conversation on the Chow show. It was actually a segment we were doing. Hey, at least um, I was so it was all fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you want to continue, or did you want to <laughs> hop it over to Adrian? I mean, that was it. I just had the Bears win in the North, which people thought was outrageous. But uh, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. So AC should watch it. I, I like that. It, I think it's a bold pick. I like the bold prediction. I think it's a bold pick just because I'm going to beat them. So uh, it's going to be interesting because I play them uh, week 16. So I think Firth yeah. is going to throw for like 350 or something. So we don't. Know. we'll see, though. It's going to be interesting. I think it's a bold pick. I like it, though. It's a cool turnaround so, regardless of what happens. So Adrian, so if you wanted to jump the, in. Yeah, one A, one B, two like two teams I like right now that aren't the Jags and the Bears. and the Bears. If you got um, to, you know, however many you got. If you like them, you like them. Uh you know, you know who I it's my opponent for this week. Let's, let's talk about the the foul or the uh, the Niners. The Niners have won five straight. Uh and they've beaten some pretty decent teams. Uh their last win was against the Rams. Uh that includes a win over the Raiders who've been really hot. Uh so yeah, definitely going to be a good matchup this week. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think the Niners are at least worrisome, especially if you're mm. playing them this week. Um, I think in terms of the and, Niners, uh, pe- people sleep on him. He's just a good player. Uh, play him twice yeah. a year. I think we split each yeah. of those seasons. I mean, he's good. He knows. He keeps it consistent. He yeah. plays good D. He's a contender, I would say. I mean, he's nine and four. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. He plays really clean. Really clean, man. Yeah, I, a lot of mistakes. I, and that's the thing, yeah, there's not a lot I can pick on his game. I had success against him last year, uh, but it was on all Madden difficulty, so I don't think that's even relative to the conversation. Um, I I like the Colts a lot. Uh, you you obviously picked the uh, – who, who were your two teams again? You picked the, the, Jags, the Jags. And the Bears. Yeah. And the Bears. And the Bears. I, I'm going to brag on the Colts a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about Washington football team when we make uh, playoff predictions, but the Colts played like a really great game last night against a tough team in the Dolphins. Um, he's got everything rolling. He's got dominant defense. He's got pass rush. He's got two two guys in the top or in the leader as far as interceptions. Um, obviously, John and Taylor, Jonathan Taylor's a worry, and he's really he's really underrated throwing the football. Like, that's what really opens his offense up. So, uh, yeah, and it was a statement win last night against the Dolphins. But the whole new quarterback, yeah. too, midseason change that was getting maligned in our last podcast. I guess he took that to heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, and I, I agree. that Honestly, the AFC South, I mean, I know a lot of people were high up on the AFC North, and, I mean, all the credit in the world to what the Ravens are doing this year, but, like, the AFC South is, is like you said, really just like undersold nobody talks about them and they probably have three of the best users in the afc so it's yeah and like you said nobody nobody wants to play titans ever he plays everybody close so that entire division is stacked and the colts are leading that division right now so it's pretty impressive yeah beat, beat the yeah. dolphins 41 to 16 
I don't think Jeff has yeah. has been beaten that badly yet this season. Yeah. I think you could call that the strength of schedule for the Dolphins, but that's neither here nor there. Could be another um, episode. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> another pick from the Chiefs in this game. Might be another pick six. Looks like it's oh, never mind. Well that actually leads my one A and one B. I guess this is like more like one A, one and B for like teams that aren't being talked about, right? And things to look out for. Um I'm the former Chiefs user, but I think the new Chiefs user is someone to look at. I think he's really good. Um, roster aside, and he's had some pretty big statement wins. I I think that he's going to take that division. Looking at the schedule, um, I mean it's pretty. He's got it's pretty. Uh, he's got Raiders, Colts, Texans, Chargers are his last four games. Looks yeah, like so he's going to take the Raiders game, but yeah, so two two really good matchups. But I think that he's in that caliber secretly. I think he's new, so people aren't really paying as much attention to him. But he definitely is, in a, I would say, a, a pretty good user from my understanding. Even, mean, if two two, even if he goes two and two, even if he goes two and take two the division, over the last four games, he should still take the division. The Broncos yeah. are 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 really far behind. Yeah, the Broncos had a statement win, but then right afterward, uh, didn't follow it up. They had a win against the Jags, which no one really talked about, which was a great win. I thought, okay, maybe the Broncos are going to come back and win the division again because they beat they won the division last year because uh, we had a tiebreak game that they took over me, and I thought, okay, this is going to happen again, but. That didn't end up working. The, I think the math is going to end up working out looking at the schedules. Yeah. Um, my 1B team is a uh, also an AFC team. Um, I think everyone's been low on the Browns this season, but I think he's about to, I think he's hitting his stride. I think he's, I think he's like right there coming back a little bit. I obviously it's like a, there has to be some alignment. I think if he wins out, there still has to be some weird alignment, right, for him to make the playoffs because he's got a tie. Um, yeah. But with that one extra game and the way he's playing, I think we could see him make it back in the playoffs because we just played and it was a good game, but that didn't feel like the Browns of this season. That felt like the Browns of last season when we yeah. played. Yeah. Uh, did you watch that game, Chow? Be- or you were actually started to play before? Oh, now Beckham uh, had a day. We were. Yeah. We were. Um, just that 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 insane spread offense that where he just – he just opens it up and then also pounds with Chubb to, to open it up. Uh, it was just, just like last season. It was really nice. I mean, I think the only um, issue he's going to have is he's currently fourth in the division, which honestly, he's seven and six. That's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, I mean, he has to, jump, there has to be some math. Yeah. He, he has to jump some yeah. teams like the Steelers that are a game ahead. Oh, I don't even know. What is that? Steelers going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they're stopping it. I think it has to be a three playoff team division. The math has to work out. I think he has to win out. But we've seen three of playoff divisions, three playoff yeah. team divisions multiple times in this league. I so. just don't think it's going to happen with like the Rams being where they're at and the NFC South being where it's at. I don't see three teams coming out of the North. Or I'm sorry, they're in the. They're, I'm sorry, yeah. the AFC South being where it's at. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Yeah. But I think it's something to watch because I think he has a good chance of winning out. Uh, winning the rest of his games if he plays like he did because last season he was essentially until the Super Bowl the, the clearly the best user in the league last season until the Super Bowl and then probably had his worst game of the season during the Super Bowl so just watch out for him I think people have been haven't been yeah it, it does feel like that but also I think there was a little bit of I don't want to get too much into it but there's all obviously always like controversy in the league and that sometimes can even into play but um Glad I think he waited to you until he played you to turn it on because he played yeah. me the week before. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I had a good time to do it. Still learning, yeah. still learning the new team. Um, yeah. But I, even if they don't make a playoff spot, uh, I would say I, I think they'll probably win out. Now, hopefully, it doesn't turn around and lose the next game. But I have a good feeling. He has to play Pittsburgh about them. and Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh, well, the thing is, historically, my understanding, both in our league and from past leagues. Historically, he has the Ravens number, and the Ravens were my. What is out at the beginning of the season? The Ravens were my pick to go to the Super Bowl, and I still feel pretty good about that. But yeah. and I did say the Ravens are going to win that division this this season. But I do think the Browns take that game. I think the Browns are going to. Like I said, I think they're just roaring back, and if they play like they did against me, yeah, I I think it just mirrors last season, especially with the. Uh, no one being able to tackle Chubb. Odell Beckham just having an insane uh, rack, like 40-yard touchdowns. Like, it just it felt re- – it was – all I can say is it felt really terrible to play against um, and defend, but it looked really nice. And so. he uses a Schwartz, that speedy wide receiver too. Yeah. Number, yeah. He's number 10. Yeah, he, he, yeah, and a sneaky – like, maybe, doesn't, maybe the stats don't uh, – don't reflect this, but it's a sneaky pass rush. Felt like I was pretty under pressure a lot of that game. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. So I guess we can lead that into just I the mean, playoff picture yeah, was, as a whole. I was actually just going to say yeah. that. I mean, in terms yeah. of if he makes, if the Browns do make the playoffs, which at this part he's probably the longest shot besides Denver. Needs um, some math. Yeah, he needs a lot of help, and he needs a lot of wins himself. But if he gets in there, yep. I mean, that's that's a scary matchup. You would think first round he would have to go to Miami. I mean, yes, I, I think that if the Browns, the Browns make it and they're on a hot streak, that's like it's just upset city in the first round. Like I would want to, I would, you don't want to play the Browns in the first round if they're on that yeah. hot streak. I mean, if I'm in the AFC, the only thing I want is probably that first round buy because the wild card is an absolute crapshoot. Like you have teams that are going to yeah. have four, maybe five losses as the five and six seed. And it's just if I'm hard. if if I'm the if I'm the Ravens, the way I've been playing, obviously I want the buy. But I'll tell you what, if I'm the Dolphins, I want the buy more than the Ravens want it, right? Because the way the Ravens have been playing, I don't see them not rising to the challenge of playing in the, the first round. Um, I think it, I way. think that yeah, I, I think that the buy much more benefits with the current playing field. Much more benefits the Dolphins, but I, I think the Ravens are going to get the buy. I think the buy is a hindrance. In Madden, you you spend you spend four days twiddling your thumbs. You know, yeah, you might get a couple guys back off the injury list, but like, mm. yeah, you're gonna play a really good team in the second round. There's no there's no staying hot. There's no staying fresh. You know, I I wouldn't want to be a, a team with a buy in either. I've had a buy before, yeah. and I think both times I'd not play well coming off of the buy. It's it's rough. It's a rough spot to be. Yeah. I actually think I, I mean, had I mean, you look at 21 and I came out of the bye and just got absolutely destroyed. I just yeah. wasn't ready. I mean, the way it, the way it currently stands, it would be like the Dolphins versus the Chiefs, right? If if that would be the that would be the matchup two and seven. Uh, no, because be, the, no, the Chiefs Pittsburgh. will probably win their division. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I, I honestly yeah. think it's going to be yeah. uh, it's going to be. I mean, it's between whoever like. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. It, it, it's going to be one of the AFC North teams. Be yeah. It's going to be it's, it's going to be Dolphins and, and Pittsburgh. I think. Yeah, it's going to be one I of the got, AFC North teams. I got Dolphins finishing at fourteen and three. I don't know if we're going by division. I'm just telling you. The, we can, we can. 
the uh, I think the Steelers finish it. They struggle, but I think they're going to make the playoffs at nine and eight, even if they lose several games on the way out. They got like the Browns, the Jags, and the Bucks on their way out of the season. Steelers, you know, throwing lots of interceptions and just struggling to be consistent, and probably throwing the ball too much, not running enough. Uh, so I think, mm-hmm. I think, but I still think they get in the playoffs. Like, I don't think there's, there's really anybody chasing them other than like the Bengals and, uh, just, just win out scenarios. Yeah. yeah. To me, I think it's like, if you're in the AFC, it's scary having to look at, you got Jacksonville, who I was just raving about sitting at a six right now. And I mean, you go into a first round matchup, you got to play the team that was the best team the first half of the season and still one of the better teams in the league. And. If not him, you get the Colts, and you got to deal with Jonathan Taylor and Jameis Winston for whatever reason. How? Yep. Or you get the Texans, which nobody, nobody wants to play. Nobody wants yeah. to play I him. Mean, when it comes he's, to playoff, Philly's on. He don't miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. with that, those new weapons, the Packers reconstructed on the Texans. Yeah. I think everybody slept on him last year against the Broncos. He got out of the first round against the Broncos. Everybody had the Broncos going title game, Super Bowl, and Texans were like, nope. <laughs> yeah, he yep. once it comes to the playoffs, he gets on another level. I don't. He just wants that out. He just coasts. He's like LeBron. Yeah, so and this is kind of on. Uh, I believe Pasta had asked in the Discord. He was like, "What are the sort of like your dream?" I guess on this question, what are like your most ideal dream first round scenario? Like, what are the two teams that both? I guess let's start with the NFC because we've been talking about the AFC so much. Um, that you want to see. And if that includes you, it includes you. Um, because I think both of you guys are probably going to make playoffs, in my opinion. Um, so what, what are your sort of your dream first-round scenarios that you want to watch? I don't know. if it, it probably won't be a first seed unless Pasta has something to say about it. But I would love, love to see Tampa take Arizona again. Um, I know, speaking to the Cardinals owner, he hates that he lost to Tampa. Um, <laughs> he, like, regrets that game. If he could get it back, he would. But... I would love to see Tampa go back to Arizona and see what happens. See if they can right the wrong. I don't I don't even know if if uh I'm a, this is going to challenge him, I'm sure. I, I Justin, I don't, I don't know if the Bucks are going to make the playoffs. Like just the way he's been playing hasn't looked like the first half of the season. Uh he's thrown more picks than interceptions, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady has. He's got no one I, I really thought I was onto something I'm like, man, he doesn't have anybody that's like a deep threat. I mean, Mike Evans is his biggest deep threat, but almost everybody in the league that is going to be a playoff team has receivers that are averaging over twenty yards a catch. So I just think like when you look at the Bucks, they are explosive in the sense of their running back, but like I feel like he's making himself march downfield. He's given himself the opportunity to throw more interceptions, turn the ball over, which he's done way too much. He's kind of struggling to find that identity. So I don't know. I, I think it would be interesting to see the Cardinals get a revenge game against the Bucks. I just don't know if he's going to hang on because if you put the Bucks in the playoffs, that means you're putting the Panthers out. How many people? Yeah, are I was just about to say that. I mean, I want to talk. Yeah, yeah that's now, a good point. I, 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 looking at it now, that's an intriguing matchup to me. But at the same time, I do think he could fall out to the Panthers or you know the Bears. Yeah, you got the look at, look at the Panthers since they came back, right? They beat the Falcons, they beat the Rams, they beat the beat Browns, everybody. they beat the Washington beat football team. Those oh, are three well, out of four playoff teams right sure there. I beat them. Oh, I know the Rams did win. Yes. Okay, never mind. 14 to 9. So the Rams did win 14 to 9, but they beat the Steelers, the Washington football team. Um, those are all playoff teams. And then the one loss was to a playoff team or potential playoff teams. 
I think the, um, the, the thing about the Panthers is they they cannot lose another game. Like no. they they kind of have to win out. He's got six. That's the Cardinals game you have to watch. But you can maybe assume that the Cardinals maybe are resting at that point too. Maybe maybe makes it a little easier. It's the second to last game. So well, I mean, the funny thing we'll about see. the Panthers coming alive since he let the CPU go is uh, Adrian. You got to be a little little scared there that he's nipping at your heels. I mean, you drop a game and all of a I'm, sudden he's there. Uh, I got a 79 overall team. I'm born scared, man. Like I, I'm scared of everyone in that division. Everyone's better than me. Uh, I take no one for granted. So. That is the most fun I've ever had with a 79 overall team. I had that week sabbatical with them. They're pretty. They're pretty fun as yeah, constructed, it, though. Yeah, uh, it, you know they got a lot of young talent, and it's just like a guy makes a play. It's like, oh my god, I can't yeah. believe that 73 overall D lineman got a sack. You know, you just, that, uh, everything you've everything Harris that Campbell you. was like my superstar for that week. He's, yeah. he's fun to play up. <laughs> everything that happens in that with the Falcons is just a blessing. But yeah, yeah. I'm 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 scared. I'm scared to death. Uh, I think I'm, the Falcons have the easier end of the year than Panthers do, just because of that. Uh, like it's a pretty similar schedule, except replace uh for for the Falcons. Falcons play the Saints, and then uh the. Yeah, the CPU Saints, and then the Panthers play the Cardinals. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I lost to the Bucks. So as much shit as I talk about the Bucks of not finding their identity, I we played a really close game, and he played really well in that game, pretty mistake free, and you know he beat me. Um, so I I got to win against the Niners or the Bucks to feel pretty good about my division, but I don't feel about good about making a playoffs. Like I know I probably won't escape the first round. So. Mm. I mean, kind of how how my you, team you is. got a tough road again there. The Niners are, oof, he's tough. Huh? The Niners are tough. I mean, you have the Bengals who are. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of Bengals games. Obviously, he plays in a tough division though, and he's seven and six, so that does say something. Um, there is one NFC team that I'm not totally sure about. This is mostly my fault. I don't know why. Maybe his matchups don't intrigue me. I don't really watch the football team. Um. Oh, I do. I've, pretty good. Uh, I watched him against the he's, Cardinals, he's, I think, and I watched one other game. I mean, yes, he's pretty good. I would like to play on myself, and I want that to happen in the playoffs because I want to see how I can match up against him or what his game plan is because I'd probably go in a little blind because, I, like I said, I don't watch him, and that's mostly on me. But a lot of people, I think, maybe are sleeping on him, too, in some ways not really talking about how he yeah. has a really good shot at making the Super Bowl. Well, he's had the biggest turnaround season if you look at just the record last year and yeah, just the, some of the performances he had last year. And now he's just like a dominant. It's I mean, he made defense. Yeah, he's like a, instead of squeaking time. in at the end of the season, squeaking into a better record, he's just been dominant from the get go. So now I have to so. look up his schedule and make sure it's not a, uh, you know, Miami and it's not just Charmin Schalft over there. Yeah, my, my dream playoff scenario on the AFC side is. Texans losing the division and then playing the Dolphins the first round. That's my dream scenario. I want that to happen. Um, the Texans, no, you know, I feel bad that no matter who, uh, whoever makes the playoffs in the AFC, it's going to be a bad matchup for Jeff. Like it's yes. I, I mean, <laughs> to me, it's they're all good users. Jeff. They're all really good users. I just think users. he hasn't really, I mean, he beat the Cardinals. We can't frown upon that. But at the same yeah. time, a lot of his schedule, I mean, he hasn't had to prove himself. A lot. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens when he has to match up against one of these teams that are going to be whatever yeah. three or four. Yeah, the division teams. this year. I'm new to it, but I think that the division has been underperforming. But the the AFC 
Uh, the AFC North, not North, East rather. And yeah, he's got a great roster too. But also yeah, just some underperformances this season from all from the Bills, who were pretty good last season. So yeah, I think the thing is about about like like Jeff's super team. We call it. Uh, it <laughs> it's as good as any roster in the league, you know. And you got to give him credit for that. And I think that he does a good job of playing behind his roster. You know, he lets his guys make plays for him. You know, he doesn't have to push anything. He just comes out, shows up, and he can blow you off the line and run the ball and he can throw to his speedy receivers and his defensive line gets pressure on you and his defensive backs cover. He does, he he built his team around uh, his stick skills. And I think that that that's, that's a smart Madden player overall. I think there's a lot of players in the league right now that have, that are great users that are getting by with, you know, not great teams. And then you have the guys like sitting at the top of the league, like the Ravens who have both, they have great users and they have great teams. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he can match up with a lot of these playoff teams, obviously, because of the talent on his team. And I mean, oh yeah, Jeff's not bad at the game. Um, but you know, he hasn't played. Like I said, many people. He does have good wins, but he scores a he scores a lot of points. I realize, like Jeff loves putting up forty on people. Um, but yep. apparently, if you keep him under like thirty, he's going to lose. That's what it seems like. Um, so the comment so on the Washington the goal. football team, to go back really quick, the comment on the Washington football team was who have they played? Obviously, they play in the NFC East, which is, has been pretty soft this year. I think we could all agree. But he's got some key wins over the Jaguars, which is pretty, pretty impressive. Tied the Browns, beat the Colts 14-7, keeping the Colts down to seven points. It's pretty impressive. Uh, beat the Titans, who we know and respect. Uh, that he gives everybody a tough game. And he did lose to the Panthers recently. Like that kind of, that probably would have been his signature win. So I'm sure he's kind of, you know, but when you're, when your biggest loss is to the reigning Super Bowl champion yeah, and who's on a hot streak, you yeah. know, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. To see. And it was, he's got, it what, was 31, 27 too. So could have been, I mean, that's 31, 27. It's a play. I mean, it's a play yeah. away from a win. So I'm looking forward to week 16. He plays the Texans. I think that'll be a big, you know, before he goes back into his division, I think the Washington football team will prove right then that they're they're legit. So if you yeah, guys, Chiefs just won. I think that's that pretty much. I can expecting the Chiefs to win that division one hundred percent now. They just walked away with another division win. Yeah. At, so just who would you guys that game. have as your early like? If you had to pick, who's your Super Bowl matchup? I mean, it's tough in both because you have teams one through seven that could easily make it on both ends. <sighs> I got uh uh I got Ravens probably Ravens football team is my guess. Adrian, what about you, Chow? Or you want me to go first? Go for it. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, you know, I I think the Ravens are the best team in the league, and I'd be shocked to not see them in the Super Bowl. Um, we can talk about like just anything that he's done this this year. He's done it really well on a high level, and uh, you know, I I like the Cardinals. To get the Super Bowl this year, he feels like a team of destiny, like the Ravens do in the AFC. He feels like he's got the roster. We know he's a great player, mm-hmm. and he's he's beating teams the right way. He's not trying to blow anybody out. I think the game last night was just a great example of how he's just kind of been methodically winning some really close games, but he's winning and he's satisfied with the wins. Uh, mm-hmm. But he he just defensively, I got all the respect in the world for for him. I mean, he's a great user. He plays a lot of cover three. But he's got the dudes to do it, and he kind of just plays behind his his good roster. And he's actually, you know, 
he's really proficient on offense. And I will say this, like a most underrated trade of this year is Joe Mixon. Yeah, like, sure. On less than yeah. 200 carries, he almost is leading the league in rushing. Yeah, you know, he's got the he's number one rush on offense. 100, yeah, on 188 carries, and plus he's got Kyler Murray. I mean, I, it, yeah, and that's that's also in a with like with other potent rushing offenses like the Rams, like Najee Harris, formerly with the Chiefs. Like there is, he's leading or in the the, the top two. Is he is he leading right now? He's top two, I'm top three. Sure he's still the top three. I think in terms of yeah. team, he's number one rushing yeah, yeah number one team when there's like literally rosters as constructed around running running the ball way more so it's even more and, and yeah and he's uh, who's the guy that he's got you know the his receiver that he's got that's averaging like 70 Rondell yards Moore, probably yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So he's fast, averaging man. like 38 yards a catch it's something ridiculous like the that. Cardinals so i want to see i, I want to see those teams meet in the super bowl but i would like to see low-key jags washington football team you know just like two comeback teams of the year would be fun It'd be interesting yeah. yeah i yeah i could see that too uh i would love to yeah i would love to see the jags football team as well i just think that i mean aside from every 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 team that has ever existed except for like the the undefeated dolphins team and then the patriots team that choked undefeated season against the giants like they take a signature loss and it's like whatever i think that's what happened with the ravens with the jets um i think that they're just going to just storm into the playoffs and the Super Bowl. But we'll see. Um, the thing is, that offense is so dynamic, and it's not even because Lamar is like running for 200 yards every game. Like He's a prolific passer. Um, his scheme is... <laughs> yeah. never thought you'd hear that. His scheme, his scheme <laughs> yeah. is like in, incredible. And that defense, losing yeah. key players and trading them in the offseason and still just being a, a super oppressive. Like I, It's probably... User wise, the best, maybe the best defense in the league. So oh, I don't easy, know what the actual yeah. daddy league stats easy, are, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, the Falcons are up there too. But, I just uh, think, think I play everybody tough. Yeah. My, yeah. My shit I, roster. I would think the three, from my perspective, and I don't think I'm as good as a user as, as the Ravens or you, but I would say probably the most oppressive defense is you guys are two out of three that I've played against. So yeah. yeah. Browns are up there too, though, when they're clicking. That's a good de- that that that's a really he really understands when when things are when when things are clicking his defense is really nice. So. Uh, he shut me out. I've never been shut yeah. out. So yeah, ridiculous. And I I try not to run like obviously I put up big yards when I was with the Chiefs with Najee, but I still try to run a like a pretty diverse offense and like especially in play calling and I just whatever I threw at the Browns was like yeah I catch him with a gadget here I still put up seventeen or twenty whatever the points were but it's like for the most part. It was like you might catch him once out of every like eight plays. Like he was pretty on top of whatever I threw at him. So, uh, so what about I, you? What do you got? What do you got for the Super Bowl, Chow? So you, yeah. you, you can include yourself if you want. Obviously, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna win the Super Bowl. If I don't think that, why why the hell am I even here? Um, but I won't pick myself because it's a tough road, so I take it for granted. I am gonna take the Houston Texans for one. Um, you know, you guys were talking about them earlier, and I just think he gets. At another level in the playoffs, and I think it's going to be hard to beat him. Yeah, and I think no matter who he yeah. matches up with, he should be favored to win that game. Um, so I kind of it's hard not to take him. And the NFC, that better be the AFC title game. Ravens and him saying I don't watch him often, so I don't know if he's that you know how good he actually is. I do want to take the football team. I think they edge out the Cardinals in a close game because the Cardinals have phenomenal speed. 
their linebackers, both their yeah. middle linebackers can run sideline to sideline like their cornerbacks. It's absurd. Um, but I think Washington knows ways to beat that out of him and make sure he can control the ball and win the game. But if Carolina can sneak into the playoffs, oh, I would not be surprised if it's the Panthers and the Texans playing in the Super Bowl. You know, they play really similar games, the Texans and the Panthers. Like, the first off, the Texans, like, you, we never talk about the Texans often. Yeah, never. Because he's, he, he, he's never, like, statistically leading anything. He's just really balanced. He takes what mm-hmm. teams give him. He runs the ball. He throws the ball. He he does whatever whatever is he's able to do as an offense. Just kind of that patient offensive play caller. But both of them have like top notch defenses. They love to load the box. Like Panthers run that four four, and they'll like call cover four out of it. But they'll just like put everybody within ten yards of line of scrimmage. So you're like, ooh, I I don't want to run. And then you try to throw on him, and everybody's dropping deep. It's just it's it's diabolical. So I like mean, I don't. I, yeah. I, had to play I, the Panthers I currently don't know how to score on it. But I think I beat them fourteen to nine. Like I, I did not know how to move the ball against them. It was, I yeah. mean, I have one of the best rushing attacks, and I scheme it that way. And I couldn't move the ball against them with Henderson. I mean, he was covering every inch of the field. It seemed like like he plays a very solid defense. He needs yeah. his offense. I mean, I don't. He's a good user on offense. His quarterback holds him back big time. But I think you know, but I'm pretty sure it's Sam Darnold. I think if he makes the playoffs, yeah. Sam Darnold's going to show up and take him to another Super Bowl somehow. <laughs> yeah, I guess Sam that, that would make that would make. <laughs> yeah. I do think uh, small, a little. There is a little bit of dark horse. I, I do think Adrian's Falcons have a have a shot. I, I think that even with roster is constructed, Falcons, their biggest competition is probably in the AFC. Um, like, I think that most of the competition in the NFC, like. Actually, maybe this is like universal. Aside from, like maybe aside from maybe the football team, uh, it could be in any given Sunday's type of scenario. Um, sure. I think that there's like clear cut. Like I would be shocked not to see like the Ravens and Colts advance at least to the the division or the uh, the title game. Same thing like if the Texans are hot, but like I think the NFC outside of really outside of the Cardinals are any given Sunday can can rise to the occasion. So. I think maybe the Falcons could be a little bit of a dark horse. Obviously, I think you could as well because any any sort of rush attack can just come on. I mean, you control the ball and you run for a buck fifty in a low scoring game. I mean, you can grind out a playoff win. You can do it. You can do that for every playoff game. Um, so I think the NFC is a little more. I don't want to say wide open just because it's like when you say wide open, you usually say like all the teams suck, but it's the opposite. Like I think the competition is pretty good. I, th- I think there's like really one team, and I think the football team's up there too. But as we've seen the schedule, can they can they can drop some games? So yeah, I think that the NFC is a little more open than the AFC. I, like I, I just think the expectation for the AFC is just the Ravens are so dominant right now I think, that yeah. it's just going to continue. Not- not it's to fair. like talk shit on either of them because I think they're both fine players, but I do think whoever makes it from the NFC North, whether it's the Packers or the Bears, I I think they're like the one that's actually looking outside at everybody else. I think if it yeah, I think so to too. It, the Packers to me, it's not his skill; it's his roster. Yeah, um, I agree. I think it's I, the case of his roster plus also ATZ. I don't think he's really figured out his team until literally three four weeks ago, and now it's clicking. And so it's hard to ride that. It's like it's hard to like. I have four or five good games because I I finally understand my quarterback in this team, and then just like have playoff success. I, I think mean, also some of the best 
users on defense are in the NFC and some of the top defenses are there. Like apparently my defense is top five. I had no idea, but yeah. I mean, I, I've turned yeah. it on lately. The Cardinals play a really good defense. Washington plays a really good user defense. Falcons. And like, it's hard to match up against that. If you can't. The Niners or ball Hawks. Like, yeah. Well, the answer, the answer to good defense is just running the football, but you got to establish it. And that's, that's the one thing I try to take away. You know, I try to take away when they play the Rams, but yeah, like, kind outside of, of the, Go oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like historically, like I know it's easy to be like, well, the Bears, the Bears are the Bears, and they're gonna, you know, Todd's gonna Todd in, in games and just kind of, you know, find ways to lose. <laughs> he did. He did. The year I won a Super Bowl in Madden twenty one, he did beat the Cardinals in the playoffs for me, who I've never beaten the Cardinals. So, like, I think I think you're right. I think anything can happen when we get to the playoffs. We're just kind of trying to use probability and think like maybe who could beat who. And yeah, I I would say the North, like you could say they've played pretty inconsistently and the South has been a little more consistent. Um, but I, again, I'm I'm not sleeping on the cards right now. Again, I just feel like their team is just absolutely nuts. That roster is nuts. You're also and, afraid of them. Um, so, I mean. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, All right. Well, we, we, I'm, we had picks, yeah. but who wins? Who wins the Super Bowl out of our picks? Oh, um, I... Texans. Who's a Super Bowl MVP? Rodgers? Uh, hard to say with his team, honestly. It could be anybody. He doesn't. I mean, it would have <laughs> to be Rodgers, I guess, because he'd probably put up points, but yeah. Um, I have... the. I think the football team wins a Super Bowl this year. Uh, I, Car- Cardinals, Joe Mixon. Okay. Cardinals, Cardinals win, Joe Mixon, MVP. Okay. Gotcha. Awesome. Um, so if you guys want, so who do you? I guess we can go into our our overall season MVP. Who do you guys think are the? I guess we can do this maybe in two ways. Like, who do you think is the user MVP of the season, and who do you think is the like the the actual player in the game MVP? Um, we can start, uh, Chow, if you want to start. So for the player MVP, I mean, honestly, I'd have to say Daryl Henderson. I think if not, <laughs> it's, it's it's Henderson or Lamar. Honestly, yeah. I think it's yeah. hard to match like the. Daryl Henderson is just... Well, I meant, like, who do you think? Not what do you think the game um, is going to do. But we could we could also do that, too. In terms of the user that I think is, like, the MVP of the season, uh, probably has to go to Christian or the Ravens or Pasta. Um, they both, you know, obviously Christian came away with a big win against the Browns, which apparently he never does. So good for him. Um, he's running through teams with just great skill on both ends of the ball. And the football team, from what I do see, he's one of the rare people that constantly uses a safety. And uses mm. him so efficiently, he shuts down half a field. Um, so yep. I'd have to give the nod to him as like the MVP user because he flipped his season around and his defense is very hard to score on because of the way he plays the user back there. Adrian, man, I mean, I think that I think the game's going to give the MVP to Lamar, and. Yeah. Uh, I have a hard time not picking Lamar. I really do. I think I think honestly, like the the record, but he's got yes, ten rushing touchdowns. Rushing. He's got he's got five hundred yards rushing, and he doesn't rush with Lamar. I think everybody in the league knows that he doesn't run all over people. Yeah, despite um, all the conversation about Lamar being broken, he doesn't run the ball that right, much with right. him. I, I feel what like he broke out he's more played. wildcat with Henderson throwing the ball. Do you think I have a better <laughs> shot? 
So here's the thing <laughs> yes, that kills yes. me. Here's the yes. thing that kills Henderson because you know Henderson has two hundred yards, two thousand yards from scrimmage. So like you said, we were going to talk about this, and I wanted to give Henderson the love that he deserves. Mm. But it's it's really the thing that undoes it for me with his argument is that like Henderson is like exclusively the Rams' offense. Like Kelsey had catches oh, coming sure. into the yeah. to the to LA, and it's it's like. He's getting a ton of touches, catching the ball and and running the ball. And uh, again, I think that's admirable. But like when you look at somebody like Mixon, who's only getting a part of the offense, 188 carries to 305, and has just as much yards. I just, yeah, I just think that like Henderson's a workhorse. Like what he's done from being what was he? What did you say he was like a 72 overall when he started yeah, the I year? Yeah, we started. He was a 72 yeah. or something. Or like started the season. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. He, what a dude. I mean, when you trade Cam Akers, I was like, what? Why would anybody do that? But, like, you know, you you can make him back. Anybody can be a running back, really. You, know, you can do it by committee, or you can just give somebody a bell cow status like Henderson has. You know, I actually said, I think like, I said this to Julian, that uh, if I won MVP and best back with Daryl Henderson, I would trade him, and I would do it with someone else. <laughs> yeah, and you probably could. Uh, I, I, I think that, you know, the thing that really has me sold on Lamar is 11 picks. Like, come on. that That's a ridiculously low amount of picks in an unpredictable game. You know, most people throw picks on third down. Like, that's where you're going to throw the majority of your interceptions. And he doesn't scramble. So, I mean, he's just, again, his offense is really explosive and pretty balanced. Doesn't seem like he uses one receiver or use one set of plays. So, I, I just, again, I think Lamar, hands down, best user, best cpu if i had to pick an mvp like dark horse he's not even in the game list but like the falcons would not be where they are without kyle pitts like that dude's broken and, nope. <laughs> and anybody who's played me can say it can just knows that how broken he is so like yeah i'd probably be a four and nine team without him um yeah i'm gonna go my mvp is on the defensive side of the ball actually so i, I agree i think the user mvp is clearly christian um, I think the game will give it to Lamar. Um, although I want to say that if I had remained the Chiefs and Najee had remained a Chief, I mean, I'm like the halfway point. He was like 900 yards rushing with like 13 touchdowns. So maybe yeah, the trend would have continued push, that way. Yeah, team yeah. disqualifies him. I think. Yeah, killed it. Yeah. Killed it totally. Yeah. Um, which that was a. I mean, that was a. That was a decision that I made. But um, I think they'll probably go to Lamar. Um, but my my personal is DeForest Buckner. Um, I think he's just, and you can see in the last couple games, he's just such a dominant, like almost like he's been, he's like the, been the Aaron Donald this season in real life of our league this season, 17 sacks, yeah. I believe just absolutely oppressive. This um, could, and I this oh, go ahead. segue into Jeff's conversation about splitting double teams. Yeah. Yes. Good players, good players do that. You can't yeah. They just destroy. He don't care. Yeah. And he's <laughs> just been. I mean, it's just on a tear. 17 sacks, and we have how many games left? Four or five, right? Yeah. Um, just absolutely dominant. And like, and I and I know people who coach. Um, I know this is maybe they might disagree with this, but I think the Rams are a, a really the Rams in real life are a really good uh, use case for you can have sort of. I mean, outside of Jalen Ramsey, but Ramsey was kind of really underperforming in the playoffs, in my opinion. Sure. You can have really average coverage. And like, if you have a dominant front three, front four, you will. It just makes your coverage better. Um, and I think the Colts, like, 
their defense runs through DeForest Buckner, and he's just dominant. Like he that, is the Darius Leonard right behind him, which is like right behind him too. It is. It is like just, it. Only, it really mirrors the real life Rams, like with uh, with Donald and uh, and Von Miller. I mean, I think um, that's always been proven. That's that's how the Eagles were good for many yep. years. What they had a exactly. great pass rush, but yep. the secondary was ass. But they, yep. you know, and that's exactly or got to a Super Bowl, not necessarily won it with the defense, but yep, they got there with a the dominant pass and rush. I think that if the Colts make a run, it's going to be because it, obviously the offense is good, and we know how good of a, of a user he is. But I think it'll it'll come through much like the Rams. It'll come in real life. It'll come through that pass rush. Seventeen sacks at this point in the season. Um, that's that that is my MVP for sure. Um, and defense doesn't get. I, I think in general in Madden, unless you're having like a six interception game, which usually is like the user trolling. Um, defense doesn't get a lot of love in our league, um, I mean, and I think it should. In Madden, second overall point allowed. Getting it. That's yep. That's the one issue. Of course. No matter what you do. Oh, yeah, the game is centered that way. Yeah. So that's that's my MVP. Yeah, that's why, in my opinion. Just for fun, we should we should have our own separate MVP awards because the game's logic sucks, in my opinion. Um, but whatever, it doesn't really not that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, that that would be my MVP. My if I had to pick a, a dark horse, dark horse. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's weird to say dark horse is like second place, but I guess really in this case, the way the game's logic is, dark horse is second place. I mean, it's, it would be clearly Daryl Henderson. So, yeah. I mean, in terms of defense, honestly. I do think DeForest Buckner would be like defensive MVP if we could name one. Oh, uh, I think there's will be a defensive player. Yeah, I mean, you look at other guys that Dante Hightower is having a great season for. Don't don't the Rams Texans. have somebody on the top of the defensive player of the year right now? Do I it. thought when I looked before, is it Anthony? I thought Walker you had Jr. A maybe he's been. Yeah, I don't know what. I thought this, you had somebody at the top of steroids. offensive and defensive player of the year. Um, but I mean, so, he's not at the caliber of DeForest Buckner and. No, the, what no, the Cardinals not, are doing no, with his linebackers is just not fair to the league uh, because they're putting up numbers <laughs> that cornerbacks should be putting up in terms of coverage stats. Um, so, I mean, I would put they could be easily MVPs if the game wasn't so just top heavy. So, I want to leave that into who you guys as rookies of the year, um, offensively Boy. and defensively. Is this where we all say first? I would say first. Uh, just because stats wise, but I've only and shout out to TL because I've had Firth for two games, three games, and I put up these, I put up good numbers, but majority of those stats are all TL. Shout out to him. Um, yeah. Um, so I'll to go me, uh, Broderick Devine for the Bucks. Yeah, I have mm. to second that. Two, just, yeah, I mean yeah. he's got he's only got six touchdowns, which again I think is like what's kind of killed the Bucks as he hasn't gotten the big plays you know 20 plus mm. yard plays are actually a big thing try coaches in the in real life nfl they track big explosive plays i don't think he's gotten that but like six touchdowns is underselling the 1100 yards he has rushing I mean, on just 200 touches i agree that's how the chiefs won a super bowl literally like that was literally the andy reed 2019 uh, 2020 offense was we can get owned for 90 percent of this game but if we have 10 percent that are big plays we'll put up like 50 points yeah so I agree. So, and he's um, also got fifty-four catches, fifty-four catches for five hundred yards. So he's he'll probably have a two thousand-yard season and maybe ten touchdowns. Easily the best pick of the draft, and oh, I yeah. think. They, I mean, Carnegie. What did you say? I would say Carnegie. Carnegie. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm looking yeah. at it now. He's got eighty percent completion, 
2,100 yards, 21 touchdowns. In yeah, so that's actually my actual pick. And I was going to wait to say that. The number one team. Yeah. Um, I didn't yes. realize Carnegie him, you was gotta... doing so well, to be honest. I thought Broderick DeBoer yeah. was by far the best rookie. But uh, they can argue. Yeah. So I'm going to speak as someone who this perspective is before I took over the Patriots and I totally intend to make Firth like my franchise guy. I love the way that the, 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 the player is, but just my pretend I'm the, I, I'm three weeks ago. I'm the chiefs user, right? So no bias, right? I definitely think it's Carnegie. Yeah. Like you have uh, you the interceptions even before I took over were a little high for Firth. I mean, the yards are there. But when you don't have your star running back for the majority of the season, you're going to probably put up a lot of yards. Like, you're not running the ball. The play style totally changed. You had to get a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. A lot of garbage yards for him. A lot of interceptions for Dylan Firth. And then Carnegie's leading a team that I think is going to go to the Super Bowl, right? And he's a rookie. So, yeah. I think it's interesting. I would definitely I would definitely pick. With another franchise quarterback on the roster, too. <laughs> I think there's rookies so. that were taken that, you know, maybe they didn't have a great year, but they are. Like, one that stood out to me, I remember playing him, and the Raiders have D-Biggers, who is so fast. Oh, yeah. I could not cover the dude no matter what I did. Oh, yeah. I think, like, obviously the Raiders are having a bit of a down year, but in the future that D-Biggers is going to destroy everybody. Um, Zach mm, Price. I agree. Is... He started really slow, but I think the Browns figured out how to use him more productively. And I think going down the road, he's going to light people up for a while. Dylan, I Burr, agree. I mean, um, you know, yeah. Well, he's got a he's got a coach who loves to run the ball, so we'll see if he puts up forty five whatever his projected touchdowns are next year. We'll see. Um, so I guess another. Like one of the final topics I want to talk about is like who your guys is, because so, you guys are super. Obviously, not now that I'm a assistant commission stuff. I'm I obviously I pay attention to the whole scenario, but I mean just in general I pay attention. Like I'm a pretty active user, but you guys are like watching every game, um, really really like studying the league. Who do you guys think are like in your guys' opinion? And I have my own, and I'll give it after. Or is is the comeback a uh, user of the year from from last season to this season? Uh, so for me, and this is personally just because I respect the hell out of the dude for the way he plays, it, it's always going to be Chad and the Jaguars. Um, mm. f- to me, it's the reason is because there's so many people in this league that they just take L's constantly and all they want to do is bitch that it's the game's fault. Chad, I remember last year, he had to play Matt as the Chargers all the time and he had to play me because I was the Colts. And he had to get better and he forced himself to get better. And he did the same thing with 22, which a lot of people, Mm -hmm. I'm still not used to 22. I mean, I don't think I'm great at it, but he's done the work to figure out how to win in this league and how to get to the top. And to me, that's the comeback player because he turned his game around, figured it out, and he keeps growing as a player. Yeah. Adrian. Man. That's tough. I mean, yeah, I think the Jags are, are a great example. And we talked a lot about the Washington football team, like turning or turning around into a dominant team. They had a good run last year, you know, uh, just got ousted early in the playoffs. Um, it's really tough. I mean, honestly, again, I don't want to harp too much on anybody specifically. I, I have to say the Panthers are comeback 
because they they were literally zero and six, and everybody thought their season was done. You know, <laughs> like right. every no one thought they were going to make the playoffs, and and nobody wants to. It's like the unspeakable truth. We don't want to realize they're going to probably go back to back. I mean, he's 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 really good, and uh, yeah, for him to be seven and six right now and still up my ass for a, a division title. Much less, you know, he could probably knock a couple people out, or people might knock themselves out of the playoffs. If he makes the playoffs, uh, everything we talked about tonight is probably moot. <laughs> He'll That's probably true. win another championship. That, uh, that could totally change the entire landscape yeah, if he makes so it. In season comeback player of the year, I think. Yeah, Panthers. Yeah, I agree with Chad. Although I think that's a compelling argument, Adrian. Um, I definitely agree with Chad. Um, I think that Daguar's roster, as usual, even with Trevor Lawrence, is just this is not a good roster to start off with. I can only think of really the Lions as like the the worst roster. I mean, clearly you have you have Etienne and you have James Robinson, which I think James Robinson is really disrespected in Madden personally. Michael um, Gallup, he signed yeah, and he signed exactly, huge and he's a key year. piece now. Huge year, um, which uh, and then obviously he's done well with Trevor Lawrence. Um, so I would say Chad, but also I think my specific comeback player of the year is Justin Fields because he threw 65 interceptions last year season. And he's only thrown 25 this season, and we've only got four or five more games, so there's no way he can even get close to that. Season. He no, turned it exactly. around like week six. Yeah. It's like, where'd he come from? Exactly. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run exactly. The ball. I think... 20 next season ATZ might be a little scary because I think he figured out that Justin Fields as constructed in the game can be just as scary as Lamar Jackson. So I think um, season three is going to be interesting because the leap from yep. 21 old gen to what we play now is it's big. Like they're still yeah. trying to learn. And especially because yep. the game sucks so much, like nobody really plays <laughs> yeah. it outside of the league. Like me personally, I play Madden all the time. 21. I played for hours and yeah. this one, I don't even pick up unless I got a league game to play. Um, same so i think i used to play it all the time warmed up and you're really going to see like people turn it on and it's going to be interesting yeah i i agree i <laughs> i don't ever play 22 outside the league uh, because it just sucks so i totally agree i just put like 150 hours in the elden ring because i just i don't want to touch Madden unless it's the league um and as i used to play 21 all the time and 20 i love 20 um well a lot of people hated 20 but i enjoyed it um okay i guess like now we could just we can open it up for like the last five or 10, just to say like, if there's any like specific things you guys want to, to, to jaw about going on the league or anything like that, whether it's like, at, like, you know, just league itself or the, or games or whatever, whatever you guys want to talk about. Since our focus was to talk about everybody, who's your biggest surprise to be below 500 this season? Like there's okay. a lot of teams that are kind of struggling that we didn't see, like see possibly struggling. And as I'm looking at the entire league here by division, man, like I would, I would not have expected to see. Obviously, the Browns. We talked about them. Yeah, they're uh, just above 500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like at the bottom of a division. Yeah, for yeah, one true. Thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's some teams that are. My biggest surprise is actually my team. Performing, maybe not under 500, but underperforming. Yeah, my biggest surprise is my team. And I say that because I think the Patriots, with the schedule they had this season, and I, I think with the, the the division, and I think TL is, is actually, I think TL is a really disrespected user. I think TL is pretty good. I've played him quite a bit. 
Yeah, I think TL is he knows Madden. I just think he got really unlucky with injuries. Like I inherited that team when like seven play or it was like five or six players came off injuries and three of them were like for the entire season. So I think that was the biggest surprise. I think the Patriots probably could have made looking at the schedule with TL just TL taking playing them could have made the playoffs this season if like it wasn't for injuries and then I think the injuries like I'm sorry. If I was TL and that happened to me, I would be tilted as fuck. You know, like I would that would almost ruin the season for me. Um, and for him to still fight it out, and then obviously he wanted to jump over the Saints, which I totally understand. Um, I think yeah, the Patriots are up there. I, like I said, I think TL is a great user, and I just think some really unlucky injuries. Um, the Broncos surprised me because when we played this season last season, we only played one real game last season because the, the second game uh, we had both made playoffs and I rested play- players, but. We played one game, real game last season. He beat me handily by uh, 14 points, and I was really surprised. I was like, okay, like Mariner seems to really have this game unlocked, and he started off this season pretty good. He took an L to me when I was the Chiefs, but otherwise he was playing pretty well, and then he took the game off the Jags, and I thought that you know that was going to be a statement win, but it just hasn't come together like I thought it would. So that is also another surprise that the Mariner is not in – I mean, was in competition for the division for a little while, but the Chiefs after with the game I just saw, they're clearly running away with it. Yeah, that would have been my pick. He was like five and three when he yeah. uh, beat the Jags, uh, but yeah, then a loss to the Cardinals, good team, and a surprise loss to the Raiders. Like suddenly he might not make the playoffs. I think that's a huge shock to everybody. People were picking yep. him to go to the Super Bowl last year when he was in the yep. playoffs. So yeah, uh, and I thought he, I, you know, obviously I got a lot of respect for him. I think he plays great. Well, last year he, after he, he hasn't changed the he hasn't changed the recipe that much. Like he's still throwing to fans. Yeah, he's still doing the things that he was doing last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I think that might be why. Um, that could be why. Um, but I think, yeah, after last year, after he took that decisive game off me, I was like, and where most people would like, and, and myself and were like, this is the Chiefs division. And then he, he took that game off me and, and won the division by those two games. I mean, our, even though I had the CPU loss, but whatever, that's on me. Um, I think it was like, hey, yeah, the, the Broncos are here for real. And I, yeah. I think they'll be back. I, the new Chiefs user yeah. is, is really good. Um, but I, I think the Broncos will be back um, contending. I mean, again, I mean, the math could work out. They could still make it. They could go 10 and 7 and still make it. The math, the math could work out. Um, and the, other, the only other one is I'm actually just I'm surprised the Chargers haven't won a game yet. And I think it's inevitable. Did the Chargers, I think, in over over. Like I think the Chargers and over like I'm not sure he might he might be on auto now, but over like I feel like I've watched so many games of his where uh, Dom is in commanding lead up like two scores three scores and just it, it gets given away at the end. Um, I think I had so the Chargers I, winning the last game of the year when I went through everybody's schedules and yeah. kind of paced it out. I want to go see who he was going to play. I can't. I, they're they're definitely my biggest like I didn't I mean I didn't expect the Chargers to to win the division or playoffs or anything just because he was he because of taking over a team that needs work but I was surprised it wasn't a little more competitive. Well, the thing is record wise it's not very competitive but like if you watch the games like it's more competitive than it looks. He's he's and then 50, the game, fifty interceptions that way last year. Too. That's that's the kicker. It's the turnovers. It's like yeah. you you get a you get a lead and then just turn it over and over and over. Um, also, the Raiders a little bit of a surprise, but he, Nick's turning it around. He's we know he's he's a quality user. He's good. Um, so I think maybe just hasn't meshed well with the Raiders team. Um, he's maybe been turning it around. He played the Vikings. Honestly, I don't know. Oh, that's a good one too. I that's mean, a good one too. Kev's not a bad user. That's a very winnable division, in, in my opinion. I think it's up for grabs every year uh, between the four of them. Um, uh, but I just 
he made some questionable quarterback decisions in the offseason. And I think yeah. he hated Kirk so much that he didn't have a backup plan. And Kalamon ain't it. Uh, he's just not. Um, but I think it's surprising that he's, you know, only, what, four and nine. Um, he's a better user than that. Yeah. And he's got a better team than that. I just think he needs to figure out, A, how to use Justin Jefferson more, because I don't think he does as much as he should. Uh, one of the best receivers in the game. Got to get a quarterback. Yeah. And, you know, use your best players, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. That would be my offense, nothing else. I think he does use Cook well. I, I agree with you, though. He needs to get those verticals, those speedsters going. And, and I have to uh, imagine that's why he went and got rugs. Um, yeah. The speed that rugs brought him in 21, it's the same in 22. Uh, he's got Justin Jefferson with him, too. So he's got the speed. He's got the team. His defense is absurdly loaded. Um, it's just surprising with his quarterback decisions, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm a little surprised by the Eagles underperforming after making the playoffs last year. I don't I don't think they're as bad as their record. I don't think they're as bad as four and nine. I think he's a really solid user and he he runs the ball, you know, about as much as anybody else in the league. So I was really surprised to see him at four and nine. It just seems like the teams that are down are they like they can't catch a break and win a game. Like they're like three and ten and oh and thirteen. And then everybody else is really good. The disparity is it's like there's not a whole lot of middle teams. But you say that and then you got an NFC West that, you know, yeah, it's super competitive. Yeah, Same with the uh, one tough thing about this league is I mean, if you start if if you don't get off to like a four and start, you're it's tough to come back with some of the people in this league and how the playoffs shape up. I mean, last year ten wins didn't get you in the playoffs in the AFC. And yeah, last year it was, I tough. was sweating at like eleven to twelve wins, and like there was almost a scenario where like I ha like it didn't work. It ended up being eleven was fine, but like I was at eleven and we we're like waiting to see like am I gonna have to win twelve games to make it? Like which is insane, but luckily it didn't work out that way. But it was like literally like a three point game away from like me, at, like who was at like it was like eleven and five, having to go twelve and five to win when eleven and yeah. six should have easily put you in. Do you both so. feel like that sometimes? Like I get that feeling if you're if you're having a really good year, it's actually a worse feeling than being just a couple games back because it's like you feel like you're you're still a couple inches underwater. You can't breathe no matter how deep you no, are. No, I know. The quality of user play in this league is was already good past seasons, but we've had the addition of a couple users where it's like particularly like the Browns and the Ravens and then um where yeah, like Ever, there's, I mean, I would say the majority of these are pretty good right now. Like, and that's why I say, especially in the NFC, it's like an any given Sunday type of deal. The way that it's aligned. I mean, so, I mean, even like teams, they're both conferences are nine teams deep into the playoff race. I mean, it's yep. Anybody yeah. win it out of those nine? Because you still have staples. So. You still have staples. Like, I know that like AC and ATZ are battling it out right now, but even then, they're, they're like staples of the of of the league past, right? Where they they've always been playoff teams, and even they're fighting it out. You have a lot of the new users um, that are pretty that are really good, and then you can make the argument that ATC ATZ maybe if you understood the the Bears roster a little more, that is probably could have been a ten win team this season, eleven win team this season. So, and that's just like there now the next echelon. So. Um, and then I think you have some good users with just some unfortunate rosters. So, like, I, I, the Lions, I don't really know what to think with them as a user because of the roster. Um, they've had some, 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 some good games, some interesting games. So, he, uh, um, yeah, I think the competition's at an all time high. So, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a good what player. Did, what did you just, say? 
Yeah, I, I played. I think we have some twenty-one uh, nothing, and then I came. And then back. like T- yeah. we were just talking about TL. Like anyone who's played TL knows he's good. Anyone who plays TL knows he knows what he's doing. He's good, and he had an underperforming year with with the, with the Patriots. And the Saints have been a. I mean that roster and that 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 team has been a user killer. So there are very Kareem, few. Kareem's really good. Bad record. Yep, that, like, Kareem is really good too. There's few people in this league that I am like okay with playing. Everybody else, I'm like, this is a battle. But there's like maybe a couple teams <laughs> yeah. that I'm like, all right. Everybody else, it's it's terrifying most days, especially when you gotta play the Niners and the Cardinals all the time. I try not to. I try to go every game like it's gonna be a battle. Just because last season I had, if you look, you, if you look at my record of the Chiefs last season, you probably know what games I'm talking about. I had two games where I was like. I'm not going to prepare as much for this game, and I lost both of them. And like this should, if I would have won those two games, I would have. It would have been. I would have been like the second or third seed. I would have won like 13 games. Um, Funny enough, I did that. And then I Adrian. won games. I just say it again. Prepare. I did that against Adrian. I did not prepare <laughs> for his spread offense at the time, um, and I just got dismantled because I didn't. The have, most. First of all, I don't have the, speed the most to cover that kind of offense anyway on defense. Like my defense is not built to stop that. But I was not prepared at all. In my. In my opinion, the most historic offense of all time in the league, just because it it, cha- it literally literally changed the rule book. Yeah. Just saying, literally, <laughs> according well, to people make those just, decisions. Just to <laughs> just to comment on that, you know, like really really wasn't trying to like you know glitch anybody not. out in the game, but like I I started to think like I looked at my shitty offensive line and I'm like I cannot power I cannot run power offense like the Rams can I can't do it. And then I looked at my 180 overall receiver, and I was like, I can't spread it out and run spread like the Chiefs do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get fucking creative with this. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Most of the teams, you come out in two back, they're going to come out in their base defense. Most everybody, you come out in three wide receivers, they come out in nickel. So I was like, well, what if I come out in empty and make people decide to go into dime or quarter or stay in nickel because they know I can shift to a run at any time. So like... I just really thought my best personnel was 11 personnel. And I thought, hey, if I get Cordero Patterson, who can catch, you know, maybe I'll just spread teams out and it simplifies me as a user to be able to throw on people. I mean, I didn't. That was the whole like. I think that was that was one of the more frustrating games I've played uh, this season, for sure. Like, yeah, my controller almost went over my balcony. But at the same time, like I, I didn't hate it. Like I just knew I didn't have what it took to stop that kind of offense. Like the quick passes, you need to match speed with speed. Yeah. I don't have a Cardinals defense yeah. where I can run sideline to sideline. I have Anthony Walker, Jalen so, yeah, Smith. Like they're not stopping anybody. It definitely didn't beat everybody. I mean, I got shut out by the Ravens the week before I played, or the week after I played you, because he scouted me off of your game. He knew what I was doing and taking advantage of. And uh, it was just it was just cover three. I was just making a choice to throw under or over top. And uh, yeah, so he dismantled me. But the, I mean, yeah, the Cardinals they play cover three. Normally, I think I could chew that up with the empty. And uh, his guys are so freaking good, I couldn't do it. So like, it, did, it definitely didn't work on everybody. But, you know, I I think being more balanced. You know, if it gives people a chance to run their base offense out there and you know, makes them feel like they have a chance to stop me, so be it. But I, I can't run out of two back, you yeah. know, I'm just I mean, not built like the Dolphins. The Dolphins can do that. I, I can't, I can't run behind my terrible offensive line. Cordell no. Patterson isn't a halfback anyway. So, I mean, you're not going to power run with Cordell Patterson. Your offense would have to be stretches I mean, yeah. mostly because he's not going to run to between yeah. the tackles. It's just not happening. 
yeah, he he fumbles a lot, uh, you know, and I I got I got Ty Johnson. I can I can do some things with it. I got to get a little. I honestly got to get more creative now, but you know, it is what it is. If we got to show some diversity for the sake of them, we'll do that. And, we could uh, have one Daryl Henderson yeah. available if you would like a uh, Daryl Henderson. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm interested in a running back this year. I don't know where to go with my team. Honestly, uh, I got so many holes to fill. <laughs> I know what I want to do. I- I think I actually inherited a quite a good offense. If you look at the Patriots offense, it's the defense that just needs some work. Um, but yeah, I, I just to close, um, something to point out is, you know, uh, the Ravens had commented that, you know, the year has felt awful being at the top, like getting a loss and has actually been a sigh of relief. Like, I think that's something yeah. to consider too. Like the way the expectations of like just dominating, like that could suck, you know? I mean, um, lose, and there's something to be said losses. about that. I mean, I lose, I yeah. lose games. I, yeah. I don't win every game, yeah. but... Like when I lost Adrian, I was like, "What? How did I just get destroyed so badly? Like I couldn't play any defense, and I was like, I'm playing way too much cover three. You just read it. And since then, I have not. Yeah. I switched my defense every play, and then I played the Panthers, and he threw like five interceptions against me. Very unlike him. Um, and yeah, it was because he didn't know what my defense was doing at all. Everybody was everywhere. Yep. People were blitzing from all angles. Like every loss, you know, I learned something that... to get my game better a little bit. Yeah. Pasta said that game against me in the playoffs last year, he kind of had to reconfigure his defense because he was a cover two team. And that was why I came out in like really unbalanced formations. Cause I was like, I'm going to pressure this cover two Cause he's only mm-hmm. got, he's balanced on defense. You got to unbalance on offense to fight balanced defenses. So, uh, and he struggled, but I think that's the natural way we have to learn from one another is we have to kind of challenge each other. Like, fuck, I can't like Julian, I play, we play, we scrimmage a lot. And I, every time he runs that RPO swing, I'm like, motherfucker, I can't stop that play. Which is, which is <laughs> I feel like I'm the RPO guy, I, which is funny because like, yeah. I have no one's giving me shit for my offense at all. But I feel like I I definitely run the most RPOs and gadgets at anyone in the league. I think for yeah. sure. And I think that, but you keep people off balance, like, and I think that's something yeah. that again, you just kind of progressively get better at defense the more true. you see it. And I think the hard, the things why people were struggling against me as the Falcons because you don't see a lot of empty. You don't see a lot of people. Run, it's actually really yeah. hard to run out of empty. And yeah. uh, well, yeah. I get fucked by because I, I, I don't think the game tracks the stats, but I bet you I blitz more than anyone in the league. And that five wide out, if if I don't get you, you're done. Like I'm done. If I don't catch you, then yeah. there's probably someone open over the top. I see. It's interesting. I never blitz. I, I never call yeah. blitzes. I, I never call just, run plays either. So yeah. I just only call pass and audible moves. I, I, I am. Here, but... I blitz. I definitely. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know for sure, but knowing, I, I would put. I, I bet you, I've been top two for like most blitz called in the league. I, 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 I blitz quite a bit. Started blitzing more because I realized a lot of people, like if they're down and they have to make plays and you blitz them, you get them more rattled than they already are just throwing an extra guy in no. the face. Oh, yeah. That's how I get more of my so if you're gonna, If you're going to blitz a lot, like, change it up. Don't run mid-blitz 25 times yeah. or <laughs> right. I won't complain about it. I also <laughs> like, have the beauty I, I of think... Jalen Ramsey who can cover half a field and lock up one receiver. Yeah. So I don't really have to worry about it. Yeah. That's ultimately what makes the league so fun to play in, though, is you have a lot of different play styles and you have people who are willing to be innovative and creative and keep evolving. And then you have Mm. some people who you know what you're going to get. Like, I know when I play the Rams, I'm never coming out of my base defense. I don't care if he comes out three wide receivers or not. I'm not giving him the run. Which which wall is going to break today, (laughs) right? Yeah. 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 
So, yeah. and I think I think that you know everybody's got to kind of play that that game of that matchup of play style, and you got to give people the room to be creative, and then at the same time you got to make sure that like everybody feels like they're getting a fair shake to win, and it's it's challenging, you know, it's challenging the stuff to to stop like even something very simple like the Panthers' offense. He all he does is he runs triple option out of pistol and he motions his tight end and he has routes that he depends on and he, he's really good at executing his offense, but it's simple. Yep. And it's script, you yeah. gotta, you gotta be prepared for that. And then you gotta be fair, prepared for complex offenses like yours, Julian, that, you know, you, you just run a lot of different stuff and it's like, you're, you're going to get got a few times when you play you, you know, you're just going to have to be prepared to, yeah, that's what I try to do. It's well, I mean, that the reason I run a complex offense is because I can't throw I I can't throw the ball downfield very well in this game. And that's why Patrick Mahomes was like the worst match. Like actually the worst. I complain about the guy because of like the contract, but reality is like I just don't throw the ball super far. I mean, I'll catch you, I'll catch you on play action, but I don't yeah. throw the ball super downfield. I try to run a more yeah, I try to more I try to run a more complex offense. I appreciate the compliment. I think half the time it fails or my or I would have uh, had a better playoff run last season, but I actually. Uh, but I think that I agree. I think for that exact reason, because I don't throw downfield, and I was like, I don't yeah. want this guy that has a cannon arm and can't do shit else for me. So yeah, like, Mac Jones. Sure, I, I think that can't yeah. throw. Not that I need it, and uh, I mean it's worked out well. His stats aren't great. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I, I pass a lot. I agree. The parody I love a lot. Uh, like even in my own game, other people's games. Like I like the fact that someone can knows. I might be coming out and single back and running it down your throat, or I might be running an RPO out of pistol. And I think yeah. you see some of that from other players. And I, yeah, you definitely see like I know what this person does, but like they do it to such a T that if I don't play perfect, it doesn't matter if I know what they're gonna do, right? Um, it they they're just gonna get me. Like I knew what the Browns were gonna do against me. I've watched so much of the Browns tape, but like he was just clicking that day. Odell made some crazy cuts on a couple of his touchdowns, and it was just uh, it was over. Like he just put up. He was once he had the fourteen point mark. Like what what can I do? I could say defense sucks, all that kind of stuff, but he was he was clicking. So he uh, might the be the best, awesome. He might be the best user of playing with the lead. Like he's really yep. good at mixing it up. He's really hard to come back on for sure. Yeah. And then he, I know we we rag on Jeff, but like Jeff has a very steady. Uh, play style as well. He's another one where it's like I kind of know what I'm gonna get when I watch a Jeff game, but like it's, I don't see a lot of mistakes from that. He knows exactly what he's gonna do, and then when his when the mistakes do come, which Jeff doesn't get enough credit for this, I'm gonna give Jeff credit for something. Is I think Jeff is the opposite. We just said about the round. I think Jeff plays from behind pretty well. I think he's one of the better users when he makes a mistake, he doesn't repeat it. Um, when he's down a score or two, he he calls the right place. He ups the offense a little bit, makes a big play, so he has more time to get back into the game. I think he's one of the better users of doing that. And I like just to see that so many there's so much parity in how people address different situations. It's what makes the league great. Yeah, there's parity in play style, and then there's parity in roster building, like you guys said. Yeah, yeah. There's diversity in the roster roster building, and there's diversity in the play style. So that's what yeah. I, I like a lot, a lot about it. Like yeah, like said, who would have you? You're trading like, away. You're trading away quarterbacks with high throw power because it doesn't suit your play style. That I mean, yep. one that's really incredibly ballsy, but it's also you know it's smart. And then you have other people who I don't care who is where. They're good. It's the best players. I'm going to sign them and I'm going to make them play. And then I'm going to yeah. build my play style around them. So yeah, I mean that's what I like. I don't. I don't like. I don't want to turn this into the other pot, the A team podcast. I don't want to talk too much about myself. But like, I mean, I did that too. I get rid. Like, I, I, I've. Every I feel like every other trade I've made, everyone's like, "Why would you trade Kelsey? Why would you trade Tyreek Hill?" Like we're getting rid of superstar, and then it's like, 
I built a better team though. Like, you know, it's just like different play style. Um, like Jeff does the opposite. What you're saying is he just, he amasses those teams, but even the Texans, like, uh, people, like, I don't think the, 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 the market for Rogers in the game was that high, but he was high on him. He took him and he's had a great season with him constructed with Aaron Jones, where took his opportunity to get him Joe Mixon to the Cardinals. Like there are some signature acquisitions that are like, yeah, why would the Bengals trade Mixon? But then the Bengals are competing in a very high, high competitive league with a new yeah. running back. Who's a, who is a nobody who's now, a. One of the top running backs, and then Chow. I mean, Cam Akers. He traded him away. Who is uh, who's been the biggest journeyman in the entire league at this point? But uh, he's an eighty-six overall. You know what I mean? But yeah, I totally agree. Well, I think uh, unless you guys have anything that we missed, I think we can call it here. We've been going for a good about like 80, 90 minutes at this point. Yeah, I mean, I gotta get yeah. to bed. I think we covered everything. Yeah, I think we covered everything. Um. Yeah, thanks everyone for for joining us. I think we'll probably do more of these, um, just because you know Jeff doesn't want to do podcasts anymore. Make sure you add him and tell him, you know, he's basically well, can we just get the obligatory. Let's ban the skate artist next time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And no one complained. No one complained about getting being uh, tired, but Chow just true. said he had to go to bed, so we've checked. I that won't. Out. True. Uh, true. I won't rush the production next time. We'll get it a little smoother. Um, yeah. Discord had a feature where you just didn't have audio coming through. I think that's the dumbest thing ever installed on anything. I agree. Yeah, and we'll Jeff, we just had to better. take a couple shots because you take your own shots too and you know it's all for fun. So, mm-hmm. um, Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Um, we'll call it here and uh, looking re- really looking forward to how this end of the year shapes up. Peace. Right. Everyone have a good night. See ya. <laughs>